0: Some big news this week, of course, regarding the COVID vaccines uh, and some other topics that I want to talk about. And our guest is Jason Tetro, microbiologist and host of the Super Awesome Science Show. And he joins me now. Hey, Jason. Hello there. Thank you for joining me on this uh, last day before spring, before summer's over. We all kids head, head back to school. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, no problem at
0: all. Did you have a good summer?
1: It's been an interesting summer. Um, it was really hot here in Edmonton, which oh, yeah? we weren't expecting. So, and, and I actually spent a few days in Vancouver when it was really hot as well. I have to say, being hot in Vancouver on a beach <laughs> is much better than being hot in the prairies in the Edmonton. Yes, totally,
0: <laughs> totally. And, and, you know, I think from a work point of view, it must have, you know, the difference between last year and this year related to this issue that we're talking about today, which is COVID and the vaccines. Is it quite, the worlds mm-hmm. apart or what do you think?
1: Not really. Uh, I think what's happened is that <laughs> well, we I feel ha- like it is. I know. <laughs> I feel like it's a different <laughs> it world. sounds crazy, but um, but the, no. The reality is that last year it was really all about um, you know trying to figure out what what type of uh, variant we're dealing with, and you know how do I get the vaccines in the early part of the year, and then you know when should I be getting a booster shot in mm-hmm. the later part of the year. It's all the same. The only thing that's different is that we've maintained the Greek name Omicron and yeah. everything else has been pretty much the same. Well, and now here we are yeah. finally in a situation where we have a vaccine, a bivalent vaccine, yes. where so, we actually can tackle Omicron. And it seems like everybody's just as confused.
0: <laughs> that's why you're here. That's why you're here. Tell me what. Tell me what's going on because I, you know, I just, just jab it in my arm and tell me what I'm supposed to do and I'm good to go. But some people want more information than I do, I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah so what's what's happened is we find ourselves yet again in one of these situations where <clears throat> we have Um, A bit of a lag time from the approval Mm -hmm. of this new vaccine, the bivalent that uh, incorporates uh, protection against BA1, one of the Omicron strains. Um, And when we're going to actually see it coming out, which could be several weeks, if not a month. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And and we still have people who are either coming on six months after they've had an infection or they had their booster shot. And so, you know, where should I go? What should I do? Should I wait? And of course, you know the the, the the word from Ottawa is well, you just have to take a look at your situation uh, but, but the actual <laughs> thing that you have to understand is that if you are in a place where you don 't have a lot of transfer going on yeah. and you know the people around you, you can you, uh, are, are not really all that. Um, out there in terms of seeing people mm-hmm. and being in places where uh you know there might be transfer going on then it, it's not really that big of a deal but if you happen to be in a situation where you're constantly high turnovered with people like mm-hmm. say buses or yeah. malls or schools mm-hmm. then you might want to get the vaccine if you happen to be coming up on your sixth month
0: okay so what uh, but how so this this new vaccine basically covers all the stuff that we know right now that exists or just the ones that are the bad ones no. So what does it do? No, How that's different.
1: Well, what this is going to do is it's going to give you antibodies that are going to be able to attack the Omicron strains, right. um, but because it's specific to BA1, which was around a number of months ago and kind of disappeared, you don't have the same type of protection that you would have if you had the ones that were just approved in the States, the BA5 ones, right? Ah. So... What's happened is that Health Canada, literally in their press conference yesterday, said, we've already called Pfizer and Moderna and said, hey, where are the BA5s for us? Mm-hmm. Because we'd like to approve those. So it may be another three to four months before we get the ones that are going to take care of the, uh, of the strains that are circulating right now. Okay, We're always behind. That, that's the one thing you have to understand. When it comes to SARS-CoV-2, we're always going to be behind until we can start doing predictions, like we are doing with the flu. And even when we're right with the flu, we sometimes only get somewhere between 60 and 75% effectiveness. So the days of the 95% effective that we had with the original strain and the original vaccine are gone. Oh, Now it's just a matter of giving Hmm. yourself that protection to make sure that you're going to protect against 75 to 85%. But you're never going to be able to simply fully protect against uh, the the virus. There's just too many strains out there and you just can't keep up.
0: That's the reason. So it's, it's new, just like the flu, every year there's a new kind of strain of flu and yeah. the, 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 the vaccine we get doesn't necessarily catch, capture them all. So it's exactly the same as that. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, I've been saying this since, well, basically May of 2020. <laughs> but this is where we're going to be. Uh-huh. And now here we are, September of twenty twenty. People 2022. are outraged with you. How dare Ta-da! you? You
0: never, you never told us. <laughs> that. I don't remember that, Jason. I don't remember. <laughs> so so not knowing, I mean, because the thing is, I remember the days, back in the day when we were obsessed with these variants and we talked to and you, you said, you know, we're still in this Omicron, you know, but, but this isn't, mm-hmm. it's not reported the way it used to be. Uh, as far as, oh, today our new variant is this one and that one. We don't even know what variant we're on anymore.
1: Well, do you remember back in 2020, we talked about something called herd immunity? Yes. Yeah. Elimination. Australia tried to uh, do that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that as more and more people get vaccinated and as more and more people come down with mild versions of the COVID-19, um, then what ends up happening is that you start to develop this sort of herdish like immunity, like we have with the flu and rhinovirus and mm-hmm. RSV, et cetera, et cetera. Now, it's not going to necessarily protect you from an infection altogether, but what it's going to do is it's going to make sure that if you do get infected, you'll just be like, ugh, I got a cold, yeah. or ugh, I got the flu, or ugh, I got COVID. Yeah. That's where we're heading right now.
0: I feel like that we're, we're already there. I mean, I had... I got COVID in June. Mm. I, get, I got it in June, and I it was two days. I was sick, and it was just like a cold. And everybody, yeah, everybody but, had it, and you sort of feel like, oh, okay. And everybody, everybody I know has had now has had COVID now. Everybody. And, and they're oh, all vaccinated.
1: Wow. Yes, yeah, and, and that's the thing is that if they were vaccinated, they probably only had it for a couple of days mm-hmm. or maybe five days or whatever. Yeah. I think the, the thing, though, is that we're not quite there yet because there are still a, not, quite a number of people. Um, who simply either have not been vaccinated or who are in a situation where they have an immunocompromised situation Mm -hmm. whereby if someone did give it to them, even if they had four shots, there's still a risk that they might actually be coming down Mm -hmm. with it. We're getting closer to that. And I think by the end of the year, we may be in a much better place because we'll probably have that BA5 version already out. Um, And I I don't know about you, but I haven't heard any other numbers, right? Like it's been BA4, BA5. We right. haven't really heard of yes, you know, BA yes, yes. I'm, I'm way ahead of you. I'm way there. ahead of
0: you, Jason, on all the reporting.
1: <laughs> Have you heard about B, <laughs>
0: BA nine? I'm I'm all over that one. <laughs> you, well, yeah, I've been talking I, about it for I months.
1: And it, It's so funny because like every day I wake up and I'm like, is there another BA? <laughs> no. Okay, good. <laughs> because if we end up with BA five as being the BA and end all. <laughs> oh no. Nice, um, uh, that that joke <laughs> alert.
0: That joke alert.
1: <laughs> then. Um, we may end up having the the BA five as being the quote unquote universal, and we don't have to worry about COVID ever again. I'm not saying that's the case, but boy, that would be so. Wouldn't much that be fun nice?
0: Was. I was looking yeah. at the stuff in America, in U.S., and so they are, still have 400 people dying uh, every day in the states. Yeah, and they're describing they're, there's a sort of there's a story I was reading, and a, they're sort of already going, "Hey, it's an endemic. It's not it's not a pandemic anymore. It's an endemic. What's mm-hmm. the big deal?" Kind of like you're saying, but they don't have the vaccination rates that we have here, and so they're seeing much worse situation down there. I even see stories about them still so yeah. concerned about going back to school. And I'm, and I'm like, what? <laughs> That's still <laughs> an issue down
1: there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because if you don't have a high enough vaccination rate, then you have a very high chance that the infection is going to lead to some kind of severe consequences. And it doesn't matter what your age is, right? If you happen to be over the age of 70, then yes, death is a possibility. If you happen to be between the ages of 30 and 50, then long COVID is really a a problem. Mm -hmm. If you happen to be under the age of 30, then you've got heart problems that could be a case. And if you're in your childhood, then there's the multi-system infections that could potentially lead to along covid so every age group could possibly have a problem yeah. in those who are unvaccinated
0: george affleck in for jill and we've got uh, jason tetra here from the super awesome science show we're taking your call 604-280-9898 the lines are oh wow they're going crazy gordon from maple ridge go ahead your question uh, first of all george i'd like to say i think you do a great job filling in oh thanks um so here's my question uh A lot of my family members have had COVID. My wife had it. She got hit real hard, like three or four
1: days, uh, and I have not had COVID. (laughs) So how does that happen that I live and sleep in the same house and I don't get it? It's a miracle. It's a miracle, (laughs) Gordon. What's going on, Jason? Were were you vaccinated? Uh,
0: Triple. Both my wife and I are triple vaccinated.
1: Exactly. So what ends up happening is that, Sometimes the amount of antibodies that an individual creates after a vaccination dose is going to be different than, say, another person who may actually be a spouse. And so one person may end up getting a higher dose, especially if they're the contact. In other words, they're the ones who got it. Um, And then what ends up happening is that, yeah, it was it was actually shared with you, the virus, and it probably did, quote unquote, infect you, the virus. But your antibodies were strong enough to be able to prevent any kind of symptoms. So that's usually how it works when we're talking about familial spread of a uh, of a virus. And, And it works the same way with the flu as well. Hmm. All right. I hope that helped. Um, go
0: yeah, go, go ahead. Well, you Still know what? We,
1: we, we did have the rapid antigen test kits with us, and I took them, and I did show up negative. So would that not have shown up on that test? Mm-hmm. Nope, because you need to have a certain viral load in order for that to pop up. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why you can actually get the sore throat feeling before you actually test positive three or positive two or three days later, uh, and especially with something like an Omicron. So. Even though you tested negative, doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't have the virus inside of you.
0: All right, I hope that helped, Gordon. We got lots of calls. Hey, just a quick question, Jason. What's it? I've heard numbers thrown around as far as people who are completely immune to it; they they won't get it. Like two percent of the people will never. They just they don't. They, for whatever reason, <sighs> is, that, is that true?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it it's a genetic thing. So okay. we have these. Well, they're called polymorphisms that occur in our immune genes. Mm-hmm. And some of them actually are able to create antibodies that are going to be able to block this particular virus because we saw another version of the virus, either NL63 or OC43. I mean, it's very complicated, but the answer is, yeah, a very, very small percentage.
0: Very small percentage. All right.
1: Thanks, Gordon. Mike from uh, Vancouver, go ahead.
0: Yeah. If you've had two, the regular and you've had the other two, the four vaccinations, do you need to get another vaccination for the new one? Keep Coming them going, I'd now. say. Uh, my, my argument is just keep them well, jabbing. Uh,
1: when 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 was the last time you got the vaccine?
0: Uh, well, the last time was uh, uh, let me see what went through. Yeah, I guess it was the when they offered it the last time. I know, it's it's February, February up, June, Whenever it was. Yeah, when you get six months apart, and October, and then the next yeah. one. Yeah, six, yeah. So it's spring. And so spring, spring probably. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you're, you'll probably be coming out. You'll probably be ready for the vaccine when we actually see the BA five coming mm-hmm. out, and that's one I do recommend that you actually get because then you're protected against the circulating strain. And as we talked about in the previous segment, we haven't heard of another version of the BA uh, six, seven, eight, whatever. Mm-hmm. So this might actually give you that protection you need for the future.
0: Thanks, thanks, Mike. I've had my three doses, so I'm getting close to my fourth. But I should just wait till the BA five comes out. I think. Just-
1: um. <sighs> again it it depends um if you happen to be sitting in a studio most of your life probably not because the the people who are around you i mean they might give you other things but definitely not you know not the virus but if you happen to be you know seeing people on a regular basis like i said shopping malls or or schools or something like that then you might still want to go get that
0: yeah no i'm still i'm still i leave the studio once in a while i have other jobs um all right thanks mike (laughs) i just do this part-time brad from victoria go ahead brad Oh, hey, Jason. Uh, hey, I got my third dose on uh, January 1st, almost six months to the day on June 30th. I tested positive. I tested positive mm. for 14 straight days before I uh, before I was clear. Yeah. My wife never My wife never got it, lived in the same house and all that good stuff. My symptom was pretty much like I had a concussion. Didn't have a sore throat, mm. nothing else. But for oh, two and a half weeks, yeah. I had this nagging headache. I couldn't shake. Mm. But my, my yeah. question is, now that I'm six weeks from having tested positive, three doses in, should I wait for the BA five, or, or what? What are your thoughts when I should get a vaccine?
1: Yeah, so the, the National Advisory Committee on Immunization (NACI) has actually now said you should wait six months after you've either had an infection or you had a vaccination. So mm. if you just had it six weeks ago, then by the time you're up for a vaccine, the BA five will probably be approved.
0: Oh, okay. Th- thanks, Brad, for your call. That helps me because I had I had I had COVID in June, so I should wait till December.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, good. All right, Benny from Abbotsford, go ahead. Yeah, um, I'm a senior citizen over 75 with a strong immune system. I've had the normal two vaccines and the two booster shots. The last booster shot was at the beginning of June. Now, do I have to wait for six months till December to get this new combination shot? and uh, should i get this combination <laughs> nice, shot benny. i think the answer is yes to those questions
1: well the answer is yes for getting it as for your age being over 75 you may have the strength of a bull in your immunity <laughs> but you still qualify for three months if you really want to do it
0: all right real quick <laughs> I Yeah, i think that helps thanks benny real quick we got about 30 seconds uh, catherine sorry to rush you but go ahead
1: oh yes um i'm curious about novavax are they going to come out with a new variant vaccine because i reacted to the moderna booster Uh really badly so Mm -hmm. that i'd like
0: thanks catherine real quick jace
1: I haven't seen anything yet from Novavax, but because we're now approving vaccines based on the platform and then you get rapid review for anything that comes after that, it would not surprise me that Novavax is going to go that route. Hmm.
0: All right. That's all the time we got. Jason, thanks very much for joining me. Sorry for those who couldn't get through. I appreciate it, Jason.
1: Hey, have have a Labor Day weekend. (laughs) Have
0: a good time. Have a good long weekend.
1: Take care.